What up, Doug? What up, what up? Your host, Sean Crow. Matt Benavides. Matthew Gregory. All right. And on today's day, I have a little stat for you guys. I'm trying to hide the laptops y'all can't see. All right. Uh, Hopefully, I didn't see it earlier. I thought. Um, On today, September 23rd, in 1961, Ernie Banks ended his consecutive games played streak. You guys want to take a guess of how many games consecutively he played before he missed a game on this day in 1961? I'm going to assume Kyle Ripken broke it. Okay. Um, it's up there. I'll say that. Uh, what like, was Kyle Ripken's record? I think like, was it two or 3,000? I it was 2,032. Okay, so it's significantly lower than that, but it's still a lot. Okay. I'm going to say 1,256. It was like 600. Okay, closest without going over is Benavidez with 717 oh, wow. consecutive Way games. Off. That's Which it? Is, well, how many games are in a season? 162? Yeah. It's like five so, seasons. In a yeah, battle. that's still a lot. <laughs> I know. It's not enough. I haven't done anything Give for that long ever. Ernie Banks is credit. Uh, <laughs> man, so we're back again. Uh, yes, a lot of sports going on, man. It's been great. It's been awesome to see, like, in like a single day, you have basketball, football, sometimes college football, yeah. baseball. Like, there's literally just been Sad, by the way. everything that you could have at once is, is, is nice. So... Uh, I mean, enjoy it while it lasts, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's been fun to watch. The only odd thing is just the fans and the NFL stadium. There's nothing. It's yeah. So, for me, it's weird, and we can get more into this when we can talk about football because we're going to start with basketball. But just since you said that, I honestly, there's certain times I didn't even realize it. With uh, football, I don't notice it. Every other sport, I notice it. Right. But with football, I guess probably because the TV has pumped in the crowd. Well, even that and like even like the camera angles. So for basketball, if you're watching the the conference finals, which we're about to talk about in a second, you see the the like the view of the court is only so big, and then you see the fans in the background. There's a bunch of different camera angles. Right. With football, it's usually the the screen that you get when you turn on your TV is just the whole field, and maybe you might get like the first three or four rows at the top right, of your screen. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't. I do like the fact that you can hear just about everything the players Man, are saying, and it's just do, all mute. Yeah, I mean, right. So they got to do something about that constantly muting out the cuss words because it is getting yeah. bad. Sean brought up a great idea. I think this could go for all the sports since there are no fans and you can hear everything. Why not just an unlimited pass where it's like a fully unscripted, you hear everything that's going on, everything oh, that's said. Oh, yeah, like NFL uncensored. Yeah, like, or something just like that, or like – you, no commentators. You're literally just listening to the sounds oh, of the football nice. field. So you're literally getting so the same like the mics on the on the field. Right. You can have players mic'd up, and those are just always live, right. or maybe not always live, but you're choosing like okay, which ones to go to. You know, I mean, obviously, if they're under center, you cut off the quarterback's mic, or you're trying to make it. But they should make it at least sure, like, you know, as if you were at the game. Like you're not going to hear the announcers. Right. Maybe you hear that guy who's always like. Third and long, long, long. <laughs> the Houston long. Texans. <laughs> First down. Oh, they're down by 28. Yeah, That's right. right. And then you hear, turn down for what? <laughs> right. And, uh, and then you hear this sad note, turnover on down. <laughs> right. Turnover on down. Ball recovered. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, I think that'd be something kind of cool, like a, like a, just like an extra package. You pay an extra $10, $15 yeah, a month for whatever. Right. It comes with Sunday ticket. It comes with uh, – even if like an NBA ticket and everything, I think people would eat that out. Right. And so, I mean, you could have it like obviously, you know, put it on. So like some sort of cable network to where 
you can you can block it. So if you have like a young child who's like watching the games, you don't want them to hear the curse words. You can have that channel blocked, just like you can do with any channel nowadays. Yeah. If you have certain cables. Yeah. And then you know, if you're an adult, like you can, you know. I don't know why it's just fun hearing other adults cuss. But that's just fun to me. It's like they're like me. You know what I mean? They're, yeah, they're just yeah. like me. That's fun. Um, but getting into basketball, which I think would be the best of all that, because, again, there's only 10 people on the court at, at the time. Yeah. Uh, so and you can hear. Talking crazy. Oh, it gets right. chippy. And just, like, imagine, like, listening to, like, Russ and, like, Damian Lillard going one-on-one. Oh, I'm and sure in a, a seven-game series. Then the right, least, like right. where you know it's going to be constant chirping every yeah. game. Yeah, and, Russ, and Russ is just. And I'm the type of che- like not cheater. I'm the type like of it. person like I'll remember what you say in game one, and then in game seven, oh, like I got that MJ mentality, huh? You know, we're I, holding on to it that. It was personal for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My third grade math teacher. Like, well, yeah. Okay, we get it. Anyways, um, so it's talking about basketball, like, man, we are in the conference finals. Um, big game. What was that? Sunday night. We're going to go back. We'll talk about game three in a second. But game two, uh, the Western Conference Finals, Lakers, 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 Nuggets, rather. Um, Crazy game. I was actually kind of lucky enough to where uh, I was – I don't want to lie and say I was social distancing because I, you know, I'm saying I could have been, could have done a better job (laughs) of that. I was at a a birthday function, if you will. And uh, luckily – uh, a buddy of mine had the game on his phone oh, nice. and we looked and it was like super close going into it at the last second. I think it was like the last minute. And he was like, well, let me put it on. So it was literally like me, yeah. him and like two other guys kind of huddled around his phone six and we saw, right. Uh, huddled six feet away from each other. Of um, and we saw the game winner, Anthony Davis, the brow. Oh, from deep from, from three point land, LeBron sets the pick and, uh, you know, Anthony, it's the game winner. Yeah. And that's the shot that's going to be forever, like, idolized for him. You know, that he's finally put on the, the platter, the step, you know, of the yeah. L.A. Lakers. They're finally like, hey, this is our guy. This is the shot, the moment. This is the reason why we paid him, traded for him. And he this sunk is, it. And he sunk it. Yeah. He, he, he didn't yeah. brick it. Which was what I would have done. You know, or Harden. Or Harden. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, you're not wrong about that. Well, the sorry. crazy thing about that – with with uh, Davis is because you know you have so many weapons on that team. You have so many like pure shooters, and you have obviously the greatest player of all time, in my opinion. Um, and so it's like, who do you like? You can't really double anybody, but if you have to double somebody, it has to be LeBron, especially in the last second. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So using him as the screener and to get a shot for Anthony Davis is like I think I don't know if most people would have drew, drew that play up for Anthony Davis to get the three, but I mean it worked. Name and a, he can hit it like he can make that that shot. Which so is crazy. I was say name another seven footer in the league that you feel comfortable taking that shot. Nah, not comfortable. Yeah, I mean if it happens, it happens. But yeah. I wouldn't be like let's Just draw, draw one up. Yeah, like we're gonna draw this one up for Joel Embiid to shoot a three. Like no, <laughs> yeah, no, you never want to hear that. That's that I mean if it was like he, he's but, done it and you know he's hit those shots. Before, but usually right? it's it's. For for uh, you talking about Embiid? Yeah. For Embiid, it's usually like a broken play, and he just got open. <laughs> you know what I mean? It wasn't like they drew it up for him to shoot a three. Um, as Jimmy Butler sinks the other one, we're obviously watching this, recording this while we're watching Game Four of the Eastern Conference Finals. Excuse <laughs> me. Oh gosh. That's yeah, awesome. that's you know what I'm saying. I got that from Sunday. Excuse me. <laughs> Way to go with that. Oh, that's um, funny. No, but. Um, yeah, it was just, I mean, obviously a crazy shot. And I think, like you said, this is going to be the one that this is Anthony Davis is like, 
defining moment. The first, yeah, first big shot you see on his career highlight. You know what I mean? Good for him. Yeah. You know, I don't really have anything against Anthony Davis. It's crazy because I find myself rooting for the Nuggets just because you want to see them, like, yeah. at least go to the finals. I know a Nuggets Heat finals is not what anybody <laughs> anyway. anybody wants to see. But, um, I mean, the it Nuggets could. are a buzzer beater three away from being up to one. Yeah. Obviously, they went on and, and won yesterday on Tuesday. They won 114 to 106, and the score is – a little bit closer than that game, that game kind of leads on. Yeah. Um, I think it got close towards the end. Rondo had some big uh, takeaways. But um, it was really all nuggets pretty much the yeah, whole Yeah, and, and it did. Late it got to like, I think it was 98 to 103 was when they really pulled. No, 98 to 101. They pulled in close. And then after that, the nuggets went on an 11 to 1. Right. And, 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 that was and it. it was kind of capped off by that big three by Jamal Murray. I mean, from the – First row. He like, can score and he dude. can shoot. He is just fun to watch. Yeah. And that's again, he's just one of those guys you find yourself rooting for. Yeah. Him and Jokic. And I think because Jokic is just like, Jokic is one of those guys, he just looks like a regular dude. Like, imagine pulling up at the Y <laughs> and seeing that guy. You're like, oh, dude, this guy sucks. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't look like a good basketball player. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. And, and it's it's like him, it's like Duncan Robinson. Guys like that, it's like when you pull up, you're like, okay. Oh, the most unassuming. Dude. I'm not threatened by this person. <laughs> and then they drop like 50 on yeah. you at, at like a game of pickup. Uh, and I get Yoga just has that everyman dad bod, you know yeah. what I mean? So, and, and him and Murray just play so well off of each other, which is the reason why they can, you know, they've gone as far as they have. But just Murray, ever since the first round, has just been like, yeah, it's us versus them. Like, Yep. We're the underdog. We don't care. Like, we have nothing to lose. So, we're going to go out there just like jacking it up. And I mean, they up, jacking uh, it up. Gotcha. Okay. And, uh, and, and, and I mean, they've been sinking it. And, and again, boy, Michael Porter Jr. is just looking right. I don't want to say good, decent. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Finally well, doing something. Yeah. So, he finished um, with nine points. Nice. So, I mean, but I feel like his shots are like big shots. It's yeah. crazy. Like, he doesn't have he always score a ton, but he always seems to get like a clutch basket or like kind of like a. I'm glad I said he's doing decent. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's hitting them when they count. Yeah. yeah. Which is, you know, but like, I mean, he's not, he's not going crazy on But side. another guy who's been playing really well is Jeremy Grant. He yes. had 26 points. And wow. just to see a former Sixer flourish, I'm loving this, this uh, postseason. You know, Jimmy Butler's looking amazing. I guess love it or hate it. I don't know how you should. I probably should be looking at it as like I hate it because these are right. guys that we let go. Right. But um, imagine if they were all on a team. Could you? Jeez. <laughs> uh, no, but they've been, again, they've been playing really well, and it's all behind Morris and Jokic. Uh, the guy I or see, Murray, sorry, not Morris. The guy sorry. I want to see step up on the Nuggies is Paul Millsap. That was, oh, that was for Millsap. Man, I know he's a little older, but that was always like my like man crush. I always, for some really? reason, if I played NBA. Or, 2K, they, I'd always trade for him. That was you like know what's funny dream. is like I always ended up with him on my team on 2K. It wasn't like designed, but somehow I would do a trade See, and I would end up with Paul Mills. Rudy Gay was that guy for me. I always ended up with Rudy Gay yeah. on my team. And I'm like, how is this happening? I would always also like – I would always find a way to get Andre Iguodala on the Sixers like after we got <laughs> rid of him. I would always try to do a trade. I was like, man – because he was one of my – I always said the best AI since AI. You know what I mean? Oh, I wow. loved Andre Iguodala. Okay. Um. Good times. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, again, like, the Nuggets are, are should be up 2-1. Yeah. It's, and it's crazy because you asked me this question on the last pod. Do you think the Nuggies have a chance to yeah. go into it? And I was like, absolutely not. 
and they destroyed the Clippers. Yeah. And they shut me up, put me down, and then here they are, man. They they look good. I'll tell you, they don't look bad. And and both of these series, really, the Celtics were one block dunk away from having a lead as well. Yeah. Right? Jason Tatum just got tossed at the rim. Yeah. He's having an off night, right? I think he's one for eight with three oh, points boy. tonight. So if they're going to pull this game out, they're definitely going to need someone to step up or he's going to start seeking some shots. Yeah. Man, I saw one clip they were like putting him like side by side with like, uh, it was like, a, it was. You know, on like the Instagram Explorer page where like anybody can make an edit. Yeah. And they had like a side by side of like him and Kobe Bryant doing like a fairy jumper. I was like, get the get out Stop. of here. All right. Like Stop. this is where we need to draw the line. Yeah. You know what I mean? If people get like that, it's so in the moment with things like that though. Just like when they that band block, the greatest playoff block of Bro, of all time. Like, when was the last time? Like y'all watch basketball, right? It's like you, you have to. Well, I think it's like Sports media, I feel like everyone is such a like a prisoner of the moment. You know what yeah, I mean? It's like, are we yeah. not going to talk about LeBron's chase down block in Game Seven? That, I mean, that's like, it. come on, man. To me, it's either that, which is probably number one, if I'm being honest with myself, uh, or um, Tayshawn Prince's chase down uh, block on Reggie Miller. And I, I heard uh, about that, 2003 right? or four, or something like that. It was basically chase down block. They went on to win the game, but it was like a huge pivotal. One. It was like a, a minute or so left. It was crazy. Oh wow! Uh, it was very, and they ended up winning the the. I think it was the conference finals. They ended up going on the finals and beating the Lakers, right? Um, but yeah, it was. Like when I saw that, I was like, okay, it was nice. <laughs> yeah, like, don't get me wrong. It was obviously, you know, a great block yeah. in the moment. But that was what game one. Uh, one or two. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it was like. All right, game one of the Eastern Conference Finals or game seven of the NBA Finals. Yeah, yeah in a moment that like, literally is going to change the game. Right. Like, yeah. oh, how we are prisoners of the moment. Um, but uh, Miami still got the 2-0 lead – or 2-1 lead, rather. They were up 2-0. Uh, you know, Boston won game three. And, oh, I am dys- dyslexic today. I thought Boston was winning. Boston is actually losing. So – I really want to see Miami go to the finals. I do too. Uh, I, they're just a fun team. You know what I mean? Like, I love Jimmy Butler. Love me some hero. Love Tyler Hero, yeah, man. Tyler hero. be I your mean, hero, baby. That's right. <laughs> wow. I, I hope they just pipe that in the, the stadium. Oh, after. that would be hilarious. I, I'd pay a lot of money to see that. I hope he hits a game-winning shot and, like, they just play that. <laughs> Dude, that would be a weird record. You want to talk about one of the best like high school mixtapes? Like Tyler Hero has like a oh, really awesome dude, high school like yeah. uh, Ball is Life video, yeah. Baller Vision videos. His, his was the first one that I really got into, and he was like, "Yeah, they were talking crazy on Twitter and blah 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 blah." Yeah, which is crazy because you forget like he was in high school like three years ago. Yeah, two three years ago, and here he is in the NBA. two years ago. Yeah, Wait, he's one 20. year. This is his first year in the NBA. Is he twenty? One year in college. Yeah. So yeah, this is his first. Year. He's like two Jeez. years ago. This man was like. Literally going to third period. That's just crazy. Grown up in front of us. <laughs> That's wild. Uh, That'd be nice. Yeah, but we'll go ahead and, and uh, keep an eye on this game as we're recording. Uh, but Gregory, I believe you have some baseball news for us. Woo, baseball. So baseball, there is about five games left, four to five, kind of depending on what the schedule looks like. Right. Um, and playoffs are here. Yeah, I can't believe it. October baseball. October baseball is here. It doesn't seem like it because it hasn't been a full season. We've only played, you know, the 60 games that were allotted. The cards played, you know, 40-something because everybody had COVID. Yeah. But 
I wanted to get to the playoffs and kind of the format that they had uh, allotted up. So who makes it in? So there are the top, um, the top team in each division. Right. So you have three division winners. They automatically go in. Of course. Second place for each division goes in. So that's three more. Okay. And then whoever the the two third best teams out of the rest of the the NL, the Just AL, record wise. go in. Yeah, record wise. So you're looking at eight teams on each side. So 16 okay. teams going in. It's going to be kind of like bracket style, one versus eight, two versus seven, therefore, and go all the way down. Wild card, we're looking at um, best of three. The high seed hosts all the, the home games. Right. Um, and then once you get into the division series, best of five, they're going the two, two, one. And that's what they're, they're doing on the bubble, like we talked about last yeah, time. Yeah, right? I, right. I believe so. Division and the league champions will be uh, in the bubble. But for the wild card, I believe that's supposed to be played at their home. At their regular stadium. Yeah, as yeah. that's kind of what I read today. But, I mean, that's all subject to change. You never know at MLB. <laughs> yeah. Wanted to just run through the current ranking. So this would be the AL playoffs. So the one seed would be the Tampa Bay Rays. Right. White Sox would be number two. Big surprise there. Wow. Athletics, number three. Okay. Twins at four. Yankees at five. You're here. Astros at six. Hey. Indians at seven. Blue Jays at eight. And then the last team that's on the bubble is the Angels. They're at 26 and 31. Maybe Mike Trout can get to the playoffs. How 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 far are they behind the AC? Right now, there are three games behind the Blue Jays. Ooh, With five tops. That's left. not happening. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you got five. I mean, I'm not saying I mean, someone not can go saying on a losing streak. Not saying they. Yeah, I mean, the Astros, the Blue Jays. I mean, the Astros drop one today, but um, currently for me, the Rays are looking great. They have the pitching, they have the hitting. I mean, they're the team that are just poised to make a run in the playoffs. You when you have the starting pitching and you have a bullpen that can just they can throw out anything they want at you, yeah. especially in these quick little three-game series. They can just unload everybody oh, they yeah. want at you. And stay fresh. So who's your surprise team in the AL? White Sox. White no, Sox. White Sox. White Sox. Right, right, right. Okay, um, then I would say my next question is who do you think – well, I'll take it back. You already said answer that. I was like, who's the team you think can make a run? I think, you know, the Rays are already ranked number no. one. Who besides them you think can make a run deep in the – Indians. Um, Indians are, are a seven seed here, but they have the pitching, even though they traded Clevenger, even though they traded Bauer last year, yeah, even though Clevenger was the one that shot, even though they still don't have a, I think it was Zach Pascal, the other guy mm-hmm. with Clevenger. I don't think he's still the wide receiver for the Colts, no, Zach no. Pascal. No, the, the pitcher. <laughs> uh, but, guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's, a, he's an athlete. He's an athlete. Multi. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the Indians, man, they you still got Lindor, you still got Ramirez, you still got. I mean, they got a good hitting core. They can right. pitch. I mean, that if end of the day, if you can pitch and you have some decent one through four hitters, it's going to keep you in the ball game. Right. Um, but for me, I think the Rays are the biggest one now. If the seeds are to stay the same the way it is right now, it's going to be amazing because the Athletics play the Astros. And I would love to see that. They've already brawled once. You've already had the, um, you know. A little bit of bad blood there. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. You know, remember you had the uh, Loriano in the hitting coach. Remember, come fight me. And they charged. And everybody got tackled. Oh, that was the athletics? That was the athletics. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. And then you have the Trump, Mike Fires, who – dished out this whole thing of the Astros. He's right, the one right. he's the the guy that put out the 
you know, this whole thing. And he has yet to play against the Astros. He's never played them this year. He's been what they've been job. hiding him. They've yeah, been I bet hiding they have. him. So I would love to see that very, very much. Um, But that's the AL playoffs. Now we're looking at the NL. Obviously, your one one seed is the Dodgers. They've won 39 games. This is insane. They'll hit 40. Um, Then the Braves are at two. Cubs are at three. Padres, four. Ooh, good. The Cards are at five. Surprise team, Marlins at six. Wow. Seven. So seven, eight, nine, and ten. This is where it gets... Really, so before this whole podcast, when I wrote everything down, the Reds were at 28 and 28, Giants were at 27 and 27, Brewers were at 27 and 27, Phillies were at 27 and 29. So you had, yeah, four teams within four teams just just battling that. Three teams all tied. Now, the Reds, Trevor Bauer just took a you know, he just crapped on the Brewers a day. Uh, he oh, went eight idiot. innings strong, 12 Ks, big. So, I mean, he, they took the tiebreaker. So now Brewers fall down a uh, spot. So that's a big game for the Reds to win. After after that game, Trevor Bauer tweeted, give me that. He's like, I want the Cy Young now. Like, it's oh, mine. Wow. I deserve it. Do you think he's done enough to deserve it? Oh, man. In the NL, I mean, he's, he's done. Who def- would be the other option? I, that's a, off the top of my head. I, I'm not sure. I'd have to go and look at the stats. I've been all kind of focused in on the AL. Of course. Right, right. You know, but um, obviously Bieber from the Indians, he'll win that one. But for the NL, I'm not too sure. Um, Maybe one some of the Braves. I know the Braves have quite a pitching staff. You know, and the Braves, I, I got to give them props. You know, they've had some injuries go down. And yeah. look at them. They're the two-seed right here. It's crazy. Um, and then you got the Cards who were just – didn't play for the first two, three weeks due to COVID. Yeah, and they're the five seed. Right, man. And then you got the Derek Jeter Marlins. You know, that's just an all around shock to me. I got to tell you, they were, they've been laughed at for years now. And man. they've gone totally under the radar. I mean, they got a nice young core, young team. I mean, could they surprise? Yes. But I mean, I don't think they really advance. They'd be playing the, the Cubs. But then again, the Cubs have some injury or issues here. Now, the biggest team that is not making the playoffs for the NL is the defending World Series champs. I was going to ask. The Nets. They're nowhere. They've won 23 games. Wow. So, I don't know. Maybe. Couldn't get it going? Couldn't get it going. You know, they've had some couple injuries here and there. But, uh, you know, by the time Juan Soto makes it back to the World Series, he won't be 21. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, man. Joe Buck. Yeah. Well, but that pretty much uh, concludes the, the playoffs and the formats and MLB. So, I mean, I'm just excited. October 1st is literally right around the corner. Yeah. We're going to get some ball. We're going to get some action. So, do you have on your list right there, do you have the matchups? Yeah. That are presumably current? Yeah. Any of them look good to you? Any of them that you're like, okay, yeah, what are the ones that you got to see? Well, the, the ones I got to see, Athletics and Astros. Right. right talking of about course. That, that one I have to see. Now you have, uh, let's see, Indians and White Sox. I think that'd be. I would love to see that because White Sox again, they're like this unknown at the, yeah. the beginning of the season. You have Dallas Keuchel. That's the only. I love me some Dallas Keuchel, and then the Indians. You know they're coming in after trading away two of their best pitchers, and really they're just trying to make a name for themselves, take back the playoffs. Yeah, in the NL. Love the Braves, love the Padres. I love the Padres. I'm I'm very interested. The Padres really went after it during the the trade. They traded for like everything. Yeah, you yeah. want to talk about throwing all your chips in? This Man. is it. 
Um, uh, you got Padres and Cards going at it, Braves, Reds going at it, maybe or Brewers. Um, the Dodgers, I feel like they just. I think they're going to steamroll most of the end. They're obviously the favorites. I mean, they're just such a well-built team. Um, hurts me to say that, but. Yeah. Eh. I mean, when you add somebody like Mookie, I mean, what do you expect? You I know? know, to an already Yeah, You team. know what I mean? Like, it's, come on, man. It's just, it's ridiculous. That's like the KD to the Warriors of baseball. Yeah, but, I mean, if I had to pick, I would probably say it would be my two favorites out of the AL would be the Rays and the Indians. And then the NL would be the Dodgers and Padres, maybe Braves. But those are my two teams probably taking it all. I think it would be Dodgers versus Rays. And I think the Dodgers take it this year. Sticking with the number one seeds on both sides, huh? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I could see it. You There's going to be some upsets, but I mean, I, I just think, the Dodgers are just so stacked. If they blow this one, which they've done the last Before. couple of years, you know, <laughs> so not a new concept. So we'll see. Uh, so, uh, and when do those games start? Do you know when the first playoff games are? I think like right October first. I mean, okay, so like next Thursday, next yeah. Thursday, next Friday. We'll next weekend we will have postseason playoff. baseball. Yeah, awesome. All right, all right. So week two of the NFL uh, okay. was last week. It was. Man, not a great week if uh, you ha- are a fan of any football player. <laughs> yeah, no, really. man. Yeah, a lot of a lot of guys went down, uh, for lack of a better term, there this week. Uh, I mean, it was just a brutal week for injuries, man. So we'll kind of work our way through the games. Excuse me. We'll work our way through the games, and then we'll talk about the injuries as they kind of arise. And then at the very end, we'll do like a wrap up of yeah. everyone who got injured because it's going to be really hard to keep track of everybody. Um, <laughs> So Thursday night, uh, the big showdown, yeah. the classic rivalry of Browns Bengals. Mm. Um, the Browns ended up taking the victory. Yeah, that over... used to be an annual number one pick game, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Glad it's not anymore. Fingers crossed on that. Uh, Browns win thirty-five to thirty. Right. Benavides as the token Browns fan here. What did you see that impressed you? Uh, again, like I had talked about with Gregory Baker, looks. Very good in the play action. I will give him that. He is much more accurate coming out of play action. Right. Um, then just like three, five step drop back. Exactly. That's and I and it's crazy to say it about a quarterback, but that's just not his game. Right, right, right. I don't know if his feet get rushed or it throws off his mechanics or yeah. what the deal is, but it's just, it's just not for him. But you know, hey, the Bengals don't exactly have a top tier defense. He was afforded time to do a lot of stuff and. And when you're given that much time, hey, you know, you come out with a victory. Yeah, it looked good, too, for you guys. I mean, you had Nick Chubb. He got uh, – yeah, he, he got, got going, man. You had his big game. Odell Beckham, he got fed. So, I mean, it seemed like the Browns – Both both Chubb and Hunt had over 100 rushing, right, or no? Yeah, well, they had over 200 rushing combined, but I think it was like 124 from Chubb and like 93 from Kareem. Or yeah, some, Kareem, crazy Kareem like might have had like over 100 total yards with passing too. Okay, so Chubb had 124, Hunt had 86. There you go. But thinking. Hunt also had 15 yards receiving. So they both had a, over 100 all-purpose yards. Right, combined, right. You know what I mean? So. Uh, and, and nothing big as far as the injury bug on our side, you know. Uh, Knock on wood. You know, the Bengals, I think, honestly managed to avoid it as well. Uh, for the most part, they didn't have anything go down. But, hey, we look good. I'll, I'll take it. Even if it is against the Bengals, I'll, I will take it. That's 
what everybody envisioned the Browns offense looking like. Exactly. And and I'll tell you, uh, you know, hey, the, the defense gave up 30 points. So I'm not going to pretend like this yeah, was like right. a, a lockdown D. But we do get a couple guys back. We get Greedy. He practiced. Right. Uh, Mac Wilson practiced again. So I, I'm really excited to see what they can do when we get everybody back. All right. Speaking of defenses that gave up 30 points, the Eagles. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> They lost to the Rams. Well, I really wanted to use that segue, but I do want to say this. Uh, so in our pick uh both of you guys got the Browns. I picked the Bengals, so I'm already down one. Love it. Um, but, yeah, I really wanted to use that segue. As soon as you said, defense <laughs> is giving up 30 points. Uh, the Eagles lose to the Rams 37-19, and it wasn't even that close, like if you watch the game. It wasn't – It like literally the Eagles got beat in every facet of the game, all four phases, offense, defense, special teams, coaching – like all it, around dominant. There was a there was a time where the Eagles were down five, and I think they had a they had scored or whatever, and then they held him to a three and out, and then Carson drives down the field. I'm talking. I think he was perfect on the drive. Oh, he was wow. like six for six for like seventy five yards. Nice. Just nickel and diming him. Just you know moving the chains. He looked really good. To which led to me saying, man. Carson looks really good on this drive. Oh, no, man. He should have never let it come out. The very next play, Carson throws the pick in the end zone to a double-covered Dallas Goddard. Uh, yikes. Can't do that. Rams go on to score. We get a three and out. They score again. And that – I mean, that was it. That was, and, yeah. and it was one of those things where it was like, man, like at that time, we had like all the momentum. We had scored. We held him to a three and out. We're down five. We got the ball back, and we're just driving, driving. down the field. And I'm like, okay, this is the, the game. momentum's building. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but literally after that, it was just insane. I saw some crazy stat about Carson Wentz. How, it, you know, last year he was really known for like, you know, kind of crapping the bed in the first half, but he would come alive in the second half, and they would win games. He was coming from behind, right? Yeah. Right. Whereas this year, it's the complete opposite. I saw something. It was like his second half stats. And his completion percentage is like thirty five percent. He has a like a sixty percent uh, QBR sixty. I don't know. Is a percentage of these that by sixty percent QBR? QBR. His QBR rating or his rating is was sixty point something in, okay. in the so second half. Why do you that's think awful. that? I mean, do you think that's because the more like as the game goes on and progresses, do you think he's taking more hits, so he's getting more like. I, I'm Man, I can't. Things, I can't even blame it on the offensive line in this game, at least. Yeah. Lane Johnson was back. He looked really good. He gave up one pressure the entire game. No sacks. No quarterback hits. He gave up for one, Lane Johnson or just for Lane whole? Johnson. Okay. What about as a on whole? Did he take any sacks? I think he took maybe one or two. Like the offensive okay. line looked good. Okay. Um, and Herbig, I think his name was Nate Herbig or whatever or something like that. He was like, uh, yes. you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. The are uh, the right Rudy, guard. Rudy Herbert's. Herbert? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Anyway, the, the right guard. Not. Hibbert. Oh, well, yeah. They're spelled the same, right? They're not even close. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, what was I going to say? Um, he looked really good as, like, the rookie That's right good. guard. Him and, you know, anybody can look good standing next to Lane Johnson on that right side. You know, so he's an all-pro. Left side looked good. And the thing is, he had time. And I don't – I just – he's just not playing good. Like, I really don't – I don't have an excuse this year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Last year it was, like, okay, obviously the offensive line was banged up. Defense is giving up a ton of points. And and don't get me wrong, the defense is playing absolute garbage. The only highlight of our defense is Darius Slay, who had another monster game after really? week one. He had four targets, two catches for 18 yards, 
and a QBR of like under 60. And you got the man for a third and a fifth? Yes. Ooh, he had five that. tackles, one for wow. one for a tackle for loss. He's the only bright spot, but this like so-called like amazing defensive line that we put so much money into. No pressure. I think maybe one sack in the in the first two games. Oof. Yeah, like just not getting after that. him. You yeah. know what I mean? So I mean we don't spend a lot of money in the secondary because we put a lot of money on our defensive line. Um we go and get this big name corner, but our linebackers are no name guys and the defense line is not getting any pressure. So when you have all day to throw guys, yeah, guys are going to beat Avante Maddox up and down the field, but <laughs> I can literally spend hours on this, but we want to keep it moving. Uh, we all three got that one right. When we picked the Rams uh, next one was bears giants. And this is where the first really big injury kind of oh, pops yeah. up. Obviously we don't want to bury the lead. Saquon Barkley tears his ACL. <sighs> He's going to be done for the rest of the season, man. As a Saquon Barkley owner in fantasy. For the last two years. A year and a half. Because I got him in the middle of last season. Okay. And he was my keeper. So I kept him this year. But I think I, I put it somewhere. We have like a group chat. The guys <laughs> I play fantasy with. Um, I put like. I got him for like the last 10 games of last year. And then let's just say I don't make the playoffs this year. It's a minimum of 13 games. Out of like, I think it was like 25 games. I've got six and a half games of use out of him, man, which is insane. As someone who traded for him and then uses him as his keeper in a uh, league we're using, you can only keep him for one year. Yeah. So yeah, that kind of sucks. But anyway, um, that got really close there at the end. I think a lot of people thought the Bears would just kind of stomp on him after this. Um, but they had the they brought it down to like the last second, right? With four seconds left, I think the ball was on the fifteen or. I think it was a 15-yard line. I so it was like the eight or something like that. Or maybe it was close. Inside the red zone. They're inside the red zone. Daniel Jones, I mean, there you go. This is your moment. This is your Anthony Davis fading away. Three points. Daniel Jones, That's here right, you go. Week two. And then it, it, the throw, I mean, it was like an overthrow, and it, it wasn't even really like it was contested. It was just like, <laughs> eh. And he it's had time. Bad. I don't know if he rushed the moment or just really nobody. He felt like somebody was breathing down his neck. But right. Oh, man, that sucks. Yeah, you know he wanted to have that one back. I would oh, love man. to see him rather run for it because he's he's really athletic, super athletic. Yeah, I think, really? Yeah, I think they said um, in his career at Duke he had over like 20 rushing touchdowns. Oh, wow. Yeah, like he's, he's an athletic guy, and he beat somebody last year on like a last-second scramble. As time expired, he ran, or it was like within a minute or something. But, uh, yeah, I think, I think the clock is hitting midnight on old Danny Dimes. And I didn't realize – I saw something. It was like he has the most turnovers in NFL history in that shortened span of like a like 15 games or whatever. Right. He has the record for most turnovers. So it's not a good stat to have. No, that's like your franchise quarterback. Yeah, definitely it, not. It just hurts for Danny Dimes because, you know, Barkley, the your stud, the guy that was you could just hand it off to and clear up the lane and clear up your passing lanes and yeah, he's not there and he hasn't been there for you know a solid portion yeah voice is just lost for some reason so <laughs> that just sucks man as a Barkley fan yeah I mean and, and again he's he's in the division the NFC least uh was thriving this past uh this past year but um yeah it's gonna be interesting to see like how they go do they just tank for Trevor Lawrence like what do they do it, it really – I think the next couple of games are really going to define how your franchise looks because yeah. Daniel Jones did not look good at the end of last year, and he does not look good at the beginning of this year. Now, granted, it's a little bit of an overreaction. It's been two games, but now with no Saquon, 
Yeah, this is going to be on. like it's going to be up to you now. We're yeah. really going to see what you got. And I think they just lost Sterling Shepard. They put him on IR. Yeah, sure did. So uh, he's out for I think at least three games, three or four games. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be interesting to see where they go from that. The next one was God couldn't have happened to a worse team. Uh, the Cowboys come back against the Falcons. Oh man, what were we doing on special teams? So this- and let, let, let's let's kind of build up to that. So obviously the Falcons came out. And got a huge, like, commanding lead. This game was insane. The Falcons got up. I think it was like twenty-four points. The the Cowboys. I remember watching the game. They fumbled four times in yeah. the first quarter, and they yeah. gave up the ball three times. Whoa. Yeah. So with two and two minutes twenty-nine seconds, um, the Falcons had a ninety-nine point nine percent chance of winning the game. Woo. Um, literally, like. Two seconds later, uh, the game was over and they lost. So, did you I, hear about the? There was a guy bet thirty five thousand dollars the last two minutes of the game that the Falcons would win, just so he could win a grand, and then they lost. Uh-huh. He bet thirty five thousand to win a grand and yes. then lost. The- mm. Yeah, hate to see that. You know, he but in his mind, he's right. probably like, "Hey, this is probably how I make my quick, you know, grand of here." Course. Throw my whole house, mortgage, everything. Uh, lost it. Now going home to a happy family. We'll leave it at that. And then, okay, so, you know, the Cowboys, they came back. They scored. Okay, cool. You know they're kicking an onside kick. And one of the things I hate about the NFL now is onside kicks are useless. You're not going to get any. It's a, a less than I would pro- I'd probably say 5% chance you're going to get an onside yeah. kick. Be- you can't double team. You can't run. Yeah, yeah. They watered down you the onside kick. You can't so much. put multiple people down. Yeah, yep. you have to be spread out on, on even on both mm-hmm. sides, right? Right. And so, you know, odds are it's going to be super tough. So the Cowboys kicker decided. I forgot what he called it or coined it. I, I think he said watermelon kick. Is okay. It's like how you, if the watermelon was on the ground, you would kick it and it would just spin. Okay. And okay. like a turby top. And so he's like, yeah, I just. Kicked it like that, and it spun and spun, and it spun so slow. It was probably going one to two miles an hour, and everybody, every Falcon, there was probably five people in frame. Oh, easily. Just staring at the ball, like they're social distancing, and that's COVID in the middle. And okay, they're like, I don't know. So uh, do we do it? Emmanuel Acho, uh, he was like, uh, he played for the Eagles for a while. He was a host on the Longhorn Network, but yeah, now I think he's on. Man. I think he's on like FX or, or Fox now. Anyway, he was kind of breaking down because he was a big special teams guy, and he was breaking down everyone's responsibilities. So he was talking about on the like the kickoff recovery, the first wave of guys, their responsibility was to like block people. And yeah. The second wave is supposed to recover the ball. Yeah. Um, and I think he was saying something along the lines like the second wave of the guy is like, if it looks like it's going to go out of bounds, don't touch it. Let it go out of bounds. But obviously, once it gets to that 10 yard marker, like it doesn't matter if it's going out of bounds or not. You have to jump on it yeah. because they could get to it. Of course. And I think it was one of those things where it's like everyone was kind of looking at each other like, no, right? Like, I'm not going to you don't get it right. No, it's going out of bounds, it's going out of bounds. And then just the way that he was kicking it, that kind of angle made it just kind of yep. shape yeah. or around. Yeah. And just stayed in bounds when they were all expecting it to go out or just die. Mm-hmm. And it didn't either. And it kept yeah. going. And then I think, I don't know if they just lost track of what yard line they were on or whatever. That's probably what it was. And I think that, but, ball, that ball was going so slow. I feel like you can just oh, fall on it. Yeah, anyone on the Falcons who had half a brain should have been like, if well, you have we any football skills, you yeah. should be able to just 
jump on the ball and cradle it. There you yeah. go. I think that's the old uh, paralysis by over analysis deal. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like they were like, well, I don't want to touch it because if I do or if I land on it and it spins out, it's like, stop yeah, thinking yeah, and just thinking. jump on the ball and you do the game's over. And of course, Cowboys got it back. And of course, as soon as, soon as they got it, like they they, re- they recovered it, I was like, okay, they're gonna win. Like yeah. it's just too much momentum. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they ended up going on, going down, and kicking a field goal. Feel, so, feeling for the Falcons fans here, right? So going back to the Bears Giants, I picked the Giants. I was the only one, so I was down two to you guys. At least we all dropped one here. We all picked the Falcons. Um, the next one, we get it all back. We picked the Packers over the Lions. Uh, Aaron Jones just has a monster Ridiculous of thing. a game. Did his thing. Yeah, I think he had 43 points, I think, in our league. I mean, I, I saw 18 it. carries, 168 yards, and two touchdowns. And I think he also got a receiving touchdown as well. He did. Uh, <laughs> he was all over the place. And I mean, <laughs> hey, more power to him. He's not on my team, but more power to him, man. I mean, he looked good. Yeah, he had four catches for 68 yards uh, and a touchdown receiving, who led the uh, Packers in receiving, by the way. Good, yeah, man. I think uh, as soon as Devontae Adams, he pulled his hamstring there, and then they're like, you know what, let's just, let's just eat with Aaron Jones. And, and they did boy, exactly did that. they. Yeah, yeah they- I forgot. Um, uh, like you said, Devontae Adams out for this game as well, so. And then we uh, go on to the next game here. We got the Jags versus the Titans. Um, we all picked the Titans on this one, but man, this was a this was a game. It was much closer than I thought it was going to be. Fear the stash. I mean, he yeah, him and James Robinson, they look like they have a serious backfield. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they can get something going. The Jags, I mean, don't sleep on their offense. I mean, I think I read somewhere. I think Minshew was like one of the. I don't know, top 10 highest-rated quarterbacks hey, or something like that. they have ranked above Deshaun this week. Do they? Which I thought. And, well, I mean, playing wow. Pitt, I get that. Yeah. Uh, but And and Jackson was playing Miami Thursday yeah, night. That's so, fair. I mean, I get it too, but it's just a crazy thing to see. You know, fantasy and real football are so – there's such a stark contrast. Right, right, right. The only thing I – I think out of this game, I thought Derrick Henry would eat and have a game. He's still really – He's been quiet. He's a late season. He's a cold weather back, man. I, it's just that's just how it goes. Right. Yeah. Like, he, like once once the weather turns and he's just like I'm physically bigger than you are, and it, and you're not gonna want to hit me to begin with. Yeah. I mean, still, I think he's averaging something crazy, like twenty some odd carries per game. So game one against Denver, he had thirty one carries. <laughs> and game in week two, he had twenty five. So he's averaging what's that, like twenty seven and a half carries yeah. a game. But what's his yard total there? Uh, I'd have to look it up, but uh, oh, the I first week he has 116. Okay. Second week he has 84. So I mean he's okay. So I mean he's he, around you know around four four uh, four a carry, which is where you want to be relatively. I mean you want to be higher than that, but four point something is where you want. Yeah, be. I mean, and, and they know that's what's coming, so they're stacking the box either way. And that's the thing is like, uh, as someone who was trying to get a trade for Derrick Henry, I was like, <laughs> look, man, like yeah, he's gonna get 20 carries, but. Like, if he's getting three yards every carry, that's not exactly what you want. You know what no, I mean? No, it's not. Uh, the guy didn't go for it, and I still don't have Derrick Henry. So <laughs> it, wasn't, it, it wasn't that convincing of an shoot argument. Shoot your shot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You got to throw it out there. So um, so we all got that one right. We all picked the Titans, but I think you said it was like a lot closer than it, than it should have been. A game that was not close at all was Colts-Vikings. Uh, Benavidez, you and I got this one wrong. We picked Vikings. Gregory... Had some insider trading and took the Colts. That was right. Um, you know, I just 
when I watched this, uh, when I watched the Colts and then I watched the Vikings, I just did not like what I saw from the Vikings. They just don't look like a team that's gelling. It just okay. Kirk know. Cousins goes eleven for twenty six with three interceptions and no touchdowns. Golly. And then you got to look at the Colts defense. I know they they didn't show up the first week, but they have a pretty solid stack defense. You know, and you forget they traded from uh, the guy from the Forty yeah, uh, Nine. Yeah, yeah. But he had a big game too. Yeah, right? he launched. Oh boy, I know y'all. Uh, Kirk that Cousins. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know what happened on the play, but who the right guard? Who was supposed to be blocking him just got tossed. Right. And um, so more injuries in this game on the Colts side. Uh, Paris Campbell, I think his MCL, so he's out for, I think, four to six. Yep. Yeah. And Malik Hooker is, I think, done for the season, right? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So. And I think Jack Doyle, he was out. Jack Doyle hurt himself as well. Yeah. Malik Hooker was second year, third year. He's third year. Third year. You know what I'm saying? He's still a young guy. And just a like kind of a budding superstar in that safety yeah. position. Like he's yeah. he's a good ball player, man. He had a hell of a year last year. Uh, so it, you know it, it always sucks when someone goes down, but it, it sucks even more when it's a young kind of budding superstar. Yeah. You're like, man, I'm really excited to see this guy play. Yeah, I was. He came he came out of Ohio State with Marshawn Lattimore, right, right, right. and I think it was like Eli Apple and Denzel Ward. I mean, they had a whole squad. He's talking about a squad that can lock you down. I'm man. telling you, and. Uh, you know, you always you always want to see him do well, and just to, that that's not something you ever want. You never wish an injury on anybody. Right. Uh, moving on to Bills Dolphins, uh, we sweep this one. Uh, we all got the Bills on this one. Bills win thirty-one to twenty-eight. Uh, Josh Allen is playing at an MVP caliber level. Yeah, Russell Wilson, man. Yeah, I, I you know I think it's a crazy thing to say, right? And then obviously, I don't know if this is sustainable for the whole year, but 24 of 35, 415 yards passing, which I think is close to what he had week one, right? You have him in fantasy. How many yards did we have week one? He broke that. He had 300 and something yards. So he topped his previous mark because, remember, he, he never even once got close to the 300 mark, and he broke it week one. Yeah. And then going and into week two, two he, he broke that. Yeah, so week one, he has 312 and two touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. And then week two, uh, two touch passing touchdowns and a rushing one, I believe, as well. Right, right. Uh, four passing, uh, and four passing. He didn't have a oh, rushing okay. touchdown in week two, but he did have four passing touchdowns. Uh, I mean, he's just slinging that thing. He's got his new toy. Yeah, and just, uh, Stephon Diggs, that trade is just paying it full effect right now. You, everybody said, hey, they paid too much for Stephon Diggs, and D Hop only went for a second, and DJ will. You know, even if they overpaid, it's it's hey. showing it, it. It's looking great right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Diggs in the first game, he gets eight receptions for 86. And then the second game, he gets eight receptions for 153. Yeah, I tried to trade for him, and I was a quick no from the other side there. Yeah. But, you know. Obviously. But, yeah, like you said, I mean, that's something that's really panned out for Buffalo. Uh and I mean, it's good for uh, for Stefan. He's been wanting to get out of there for a while. Yeah. Uh, so he becomes the guy, which is I think what he wanted to be. Um, and just him and Thielen, I think they couldn't figure out who to get the ball to more. Yeah. I think they both they both have like a blow up in the locker room. They both wanted to like more recept more yeah. receptions or whatever. But there's only one ball to go around. Guys. I hear you. Uh, moving on, the 49ers absolutely destroy the Jets, but. In the making, the 49 they destroyed their team. Themselves. Man, uh, Jimmy, so give me the list of all the players just on the 49ers that got hurt. Jimmy G, uh, Mostert, Nick Boza, Solomon Thomas, 
Um, Tevin Coleman. These are all like big name guys. These aren't like that's adding scrubs. to an already injured George yes. Kittle. And Debo Samuel's still out. You Nick know? Boza and Thomas got injured on the same play. Boza tore his ACL, and then Jimmy G got hurt. And uh, everybody was saying, like, hey, I don't want to come back on this field. Like George Kittle was saying, because he's just now getting back, yeah, and he right. was already out, and he was like, hey, I'm not playing on that field. Right, and so week three coming up, we'll talk about it in a second, they're playing the Giants in the same in MetLife, yeah, same and stadium. Like, he's like, hey, change the turf or I'm not playing, essentially, because – it's just not good. I mean, when you have that many injuries. Yeah, and like, I mean. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and, and Richard Sherman's already gone. Right. Like, and I think yeah. uh, Coleman's, what, four weeks? Mostert's kind of week to week, I I read. I heard anywhere from like two to four. So, uh-huh. luckily, they have Jarek McKinnon, who I love Jarek McKinnon. That was one of the guys I drafted years ago. And yeah. he tore his ACL and just oh, never. Right, right, right. But now he's kind of fully healthy. Maybe this is it's finally there's a shot, you know? The year of Jarek McKinnon. Hey man, get your, get your money while while running backs are going down. You know, let's see. Does I mean, this, at a ridiculous. Does pace. he get flipped later? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, does the team go to need a running back? Does he? Mostert gets healthy. They send him somewhere for some picks, or you know what I mean? Mostert's with the Dolphins. Raheem Mostert. I mean, I'm sorry. No, I'm talking about a uh, Breida. No, Breida. But yeah, Mostert's asking, out. Um, I was talking to somebody else about like, do the Niners? Go get Matt Breida back. <laughs> he's not doing anything with the Dolphins. He's the third. He's really back. not. Yeah, no. Miles Gaskin. They got Gaskin and they got Jordan Howard, who can't seem to lay off the nugs, man. Just stop eating Good old so nuggies. I hear you. Uh, so this is another one that we swept, and another one that we swept after that is Bronco Steelers. Uh, never, you know, well, I take it back. The Broncos did come uh, make a little kind of late game comeback, but I think the the game was a little bit closer than it than the score or than the score entails. Right. Uh, Cortland Sutton, yeah, Locke, AJ Boye, all right. gone, Jeez. and then you already had Philip Lindsay, and then you the All Pro Von Miller already out. Right. Yeah, and I think Cortland Sutton was injured going into the game. And he played, and, and he then, got hurt again. Jeez, <laughs> yeah. man! So he's out for the year as well. Um, still led the led his team in receptions, three for sixty six, which shows you what happened after he went out. Just, right. just couldn't move the ball. Uh, Jeff Driscoll, now the new starting quarterback. Jeez, digging uh, deep. Didn't do too much at Florida in college. I he didn't look just... bad. I mean, from I didn't get to really see the highlights, but I mean, eighteen to thirty four for two fifty six, two touchdowns and interception. If you're saying that's my backup doing that, two hundred fifty six yards. Okay. I mean, yeah. Granted, I mean, the 18 for, was it 26? Not, not the best, but hey. I mean, it's not it's not bad. It's not, again, not the greatest, but yeah. you're in the 60 to 70% range as far as completion percentage. And going against the Steelers defense, that's just, will eat you alive. Man, they're looking solid this Man, year. and they're just so damn fast, too. Yeah. Like their whole defense, their defensive line, their linebackers. Minka. Yeah, they're, they're, they're defensive back. Everybody is so fast and can get to the ball. TJ is having a great year as well. Yeah, they look really tough, so not looking good for the Texans for this next week. Um, the rest of the ones we pretty much swept. Uh, Bucks, panthers obviously the Bucks win that. Um, Cardinals-Washington football team, Cardinals kind of stomped them on there. I think Kyler is another guy that at the, at the quarter – at the quarter mark, uh, you know, in the next couple of weeks, we could do like some quarter season awards, and he's playing out of his mind. Oh yeah, um, 
damn, I, I skipped past the the Bucks Panthers that has like the biggest injury, Chris, one of the biggest injuries of of the of the, of the season. So I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead with that, Gregory. Oh, just Christian McCaffrey, man. Um, he he's out. Uh, hurt his knee. Four to six weeks. Four to six yeah. weeks. So I mean, we were just talking before this whole podcast that it's so odd that you have Barkley who went probably two and McCaffrey went number one in Damn. pretty much 98% of drafts, oh, unless yeah. you really love Zeke and you're a Cowboys fan. It was his ankle. So those guys go one and two and they get injured within like 10 minutes of each other. And you can't script that. You can't. Yeah. And so you have so many injuries this week and now everybody's just, th- you just throwing darts at a board oh, to see scrambling. if you get something to you, stick. Yeah, yeah. Because Man, it, it's just a it's a killer this week for fantasy. Yeah, it is it is definitely cold out here. Uh going back to um you were talking about uh Jarek McKinnon being the starting guy, and it was like I don't even know if Mike Davis is the backup for Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Right. He rushed one time, but he got he caught eight passes for like seventy yards. So you can catch the ball, but I don't know how he can do running it. Yeah. And going I'm sorry, go ahead. Who they're gonna have running the ball. I mean, I don't I don't know what the options are, but he didn't look like he was the dude running it at the backfield, catching it, yeah. But yeah. so going back to San Francisco, uh, apparently they said Jeff Wilson Jr. might be the guy who was getting the most of the carries over Jared McKinnon. That's what and I'm so hearing. uh a buddy know. of mine, we had, like I was gonna go back to the group chat, he was all excited that he got he was like, Jeff Wilson Jr., baby. And I was like, man, it is cold out here. Yeah. If you are excited about Jeff Wilson Jr. The prospect on, your your, on your fantasy team. I don't know. I think it's going to be It is cold out here. Um, but like I said, Cardinals go on. They have a big win over the Washington football team. Again, Kyler is just another guy who I think we might have to consider as like an MVP candidate. I know it's super early, but, I mean, he's just one of those guys that, like, you never ha- really have him. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. You think, oh, yeah, I got, he's right in front. Oh, damn. Yeah, and he's gone, and he scored. Yeah, and he had another one of those, like, crazy, like, ankle breaker, scramble up the middle, rushing touchdowns against them. That was just like, okay, dude, you're just, you're just faster than everybody. Yeah, yeah. And quicker more than anything. He's more quick than anything. Yeah, yeah. His, uh, his fucking oh, – excuse me. I apologize. <laughs> his uh, lateral acceleration is just crazy. Like, he – I don't. It's just such a quick twitch, and then he's gone. Yeah. You know? Yep. It's nuts. So I mean, I could catch him. But. Oh yeah, we could, we you could, you could run him down. Shoe in string, a forty shoestring tackle him. You know yeah. What I'm nah, in a forty, I could definitely run him down on a bike. Absolutely. Uh, the next one was man a lot closer. It's an overtime game. Uh, Kansas City squeaks past the Chargers. Justin Herbert gets the start. I look uh, good. Not bad. Twenty-two of thirty-three. Three mm-hmm. eleven. One and one, you know what I mean? Uh, Do we call Tyrod's injury a injury? I mean, I would call oh, it. Man, so that obviously gets broken today. Um, Gregory, you have the kind of breakdown on that as well? Yeah, so Tyrod, apparently he had some crack ribs. So before <laughs> before the game, you know, in crack ribs, there's really nothing you can do. The only thing is time for healing. So uh, time for healing and – with that, usually you wear a brace and you kind of just keep it protective. It's going to heal over time. It's going to hurt, but you can play through it. Yeah. So before the game, he was going to get like a, a steroid injection right around his ribs. And the doctor, um, you know, I guess gave him a shot. And then before the game, 
it just shows Tyrod out due to chest. And everybody's like, obviously everybody thought you hear chest, you're thinking COVID or something. Right. Well, it came out today on the report that the doctor that put the needle in, I guess put it in too far, punctured his lung. And then it came out again that this doctor has been arrested for two dub or DUIs. And so like, I, so I think we misread that. Apparently, that was the that was the trainer before this guy. Oh, yes. so they yeah. haven't done any due diligence in hiring. No, no, people, their track obviously. record as far as hiring their medical staff <laughs> seems to be just. Oh, you're a doctor. I right, come on, let's go. And that's as far as they thought it through. It's funny when I read this report that you know. It, Anyway, it's not funny. I mean, he punctures along. I feel bad for him. I mean, this was <laughs> this was his time That's to start funny, again. Right. It's the same thing that happened to the Browns. It gets taken away from you. But I, I thought instantly Carlos Correa when he was getting a massage and he cracked his rib. Oh yeah, and that I, really happened. Yeah, yeah. He was getting a massage, and then he was out for half oh, the season. Yeah, he was out for a while. So, I mean, poor Tyrod, man. This was his time to shine. And then, you know, you're thinking, okay, well, when that hills up, he'll come back. Herbert's going to do bad. Wrong. Wrong. And it's also that thing is like, it always seems like it's something that's out of his control. It's not like he's playing bad. In Cleveland, he gets hurt. Yeah. And this happens. And this is something like he didn't even get hurt. This was not, this isn't even his fault. No. Yeah. Like, there's nothing that you can, like, you know, you can say, okay, I think. He got tackled over the sideline with the with the Browns, right? right. Kind of running out of bounds. You say, okay, throw the ball away, get rid of it, whatever. Maybe you wouldn't have got hurt. This, there's nothing you can say to him, like, yeah, this could kind of be your fault. Yeah, no, no. And and on a personal level, if I'm Tyrod, oh, I'm finding that guy in the streets. Like, you better better not ever let me see you ever again. Well, Gregory, wasn't it you that posted something about like? Uh, you can't do any. You can't sue or anything in the new NFL contract. Right. Uh, the agreement that they signed this off season was if they seek team or medical attention, they can't sue. Yeah, they. So basically, if you if you get attention from mm-hmm. the the if team, any training room, whatever. If you're just getting anything. stem work, uh, rap, whatever, and anything it is, you can't sue. That's mm. insane to me. So I'm, I'm maybe there's a loophole or there's got to be a different clause in there. Like, hey, unless we know we dropped the ball really bad. But, I mean, right. just looking at that clause, it says that, hey, in the agreement that was agreed upon by the Players Association, you guys can't sue if you take uh, – If you get, like, a medical assistance yeah. from the trainers. Absolutely. Nuts. Oh, man. Uh, moving on, uh, Ravens outlast the Texans 33-16. to 16. Uh, Gregory – you know, Browns got their win. Yay. Eagles got their loss. You're sitting at zero and two with me. I hate uh, it. What did you see? Do you have hope for no, going forward? I hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, this this is one thing I hate, and you know, I heard this on the radio, and I always told myself this. They, I'm gonna give you this stat, okay? So the Houston Texans. If I'm a GM, if I'm a coach, or coach, a head coach. Offense coordinator, you have one job. You have a whole week, sometimes more, to game plan a script, and you have what? Usually your first nine to ten plays. Usually your first drive is scripted. Your first drive, yeah. okay? Your first drive. I've heard sometimes as many as your first two drives. Yeah. And you, you, you're like, okay, these are the weaknesses I'm tacking. This is like, this is what our bread and butter. We're going to score. Right. Okay? Let me give you the stat. You may, I'm going to tell you, is this a good stat? Tell me what. One for thirty-three. No, no. The is Texans. That, I don't. I don't know what that is, but I'm trying to think of a way that we could spin it to where that's good. That's three uh, percent. 
winning the lotto that could Maybe be great. You, you know? No, 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 no. I'm saying like I don't, but like one of thirty three. I don't. Did you say what that stat is? Though? I haven't said that. Okay, stat. so that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to say what what is that something that you could be like? Oh, that that's decent. I guess winning the lottery. Yeah, if we had a one in thirty three chance that that's I would, about it to yeah. win a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm buying all thirty I'm, tickets. Okay, thank you. Okay, so Houston Texans, one for 33 with Deshaun Watson, okay, who just signed this big extension. Massive extension. We talk about he's nearly, he's QB2 territory going on in the QB1. Is that fair-ish? Can we guess the stat? I kind of already hinted at it, but I mean, go, go uh, for I must, it. I must have missed it. Yeah, I did too. Okay, well, guess. Okay. One for 33. One for 33. That's completions on first down. Okay. Uh... And I've got nothing. I won okay. for 33. One uh, for 33. Ooh, or what about the red zone? I was going to say red zone touchdowns, but he's pretty decent in the red zone. So. Okay. I'll say I'll say completions on first down. Okay. Okay, so here no, – so everything I kind of hinted at, right? So your head coach, your offensive coordinator, game script, Deshaun Watson, you have all week to prepare for the drives that you want, okay? Right, you right. script your plays, either the first drive, the second drive. They are one for 33 on opening drives with the oh, touchdown. I didn't even think about that. With the touchdown. So in 33 drives, 33 games, mind you, they have 19 punts. They have seven field goals. They have seven three and outs. And they average 3.8 yards a game. And you're telling me, okay, what's what's? give me some other facts. I got you. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> so here you go. Okay, man, brought the receipts today. Kansas City. With Pat, Patrick Mahomes last year, you had 14 games, okay, 2019. 14 games. Out of 14 games, they had seven touchdowns. That's a 50% hit rate. That's pretty nice, that's right? Pretty they good. averaged 6.4 yards a game. And now you're telling me, Matt, that's a Super Bowl champion. A game no. or on the first drive? That's the first drive. Right, okay. Okay, you're telling me, hey, that's Kansas City. I No, that, that's just Kansas Super Bowl. Okay, right. I'll give you the worst team last year, Miami Dolphins. I was going to say, is it not the Texans? They <laughs> averaged 4.6 yards to open up the drive. Wow. 4.6. We averaged 3.8. And now okay. if you're telling me, okay, it's not a Bill O'Brien thing, let me go back <laughs> to 2011-2012. Okay, Gary Kubiak and Matt Schaub, they had 26 opening drives. There's a name you ain't heard. 26 opening drives. They had 10 touchdowns, five field goals. They averaged 6.8 yards a, a, a opening drive. Wow. That is insane. You have Bill O'Brien, who's supposed to be this gifted, like, oh, QB whisperer. I didn't know that. I, I, I must have missed that. I, but that's what it was. That's, what, that's what he was. And Coming into have, the league, he was known as like a quarterback. You have Deshaun Watson, and then you have this offensive coordinator, and you have all these weapons, and you're telling me, that is your completion rate on getting a touchdown on the opening drive. Yeah. You're always going to put yourself behind. Yeah. And it baffles me. And that's why when I was like, I, I heard this and I was like, I got to do more research on this. Cause and the more I did, I was like, the more I just, Oh, I was so angry, frustrated. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Been so there. if we're always going to be put behind and granted Deshaun yeah. Watson, I, I think he had the most game winning drives right last year. That's because he's always been in a hole. Yeah, and now he doesn't have the O-line he had even last year. No, and, you know, the O-line's taking a step back. I know I was praising them that, hey, we finally have our first returning five offensive linemen in five years. Ah, They don't look great, so hopefully – there's no hoping. We're playing the Steelers next week, so we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, am I optimistic? Absolutely. After the Steelers, it lightens up a lot 
buy that. But this Ravens game, Lamar Jackson looked, I mean, he looked great. Yeah, he um, always does. You know, but I will give some positives. The defense looked good. They had four or five sacks on Lamar Jackson, which is tough to do. Absolutely. Yeah. He's not the easiest to, to bring down. But as soon as uh, Kiki QT fumbled the ball, I mean, he probably needs to be cut with uh, <laughs> DeAnthony, or DeAndre Carter. I'll give you that. Both need to be gone. And then watching through the interception, that was pretty much it in that game. So, Texans, done. Go to the Pats and Seahawks. Yeah. Uh, so we all get this one right. Seahawks uh, outlast the Pats. And uh, that was another, my great game. Yeah, that was like, a very, very good one. Literally down to the last play. Yeah. Like, uh, so Russ goes down, throws a little lob to Chris Carson. Needed that. Uh, right, from me to you, buddy. Um, <laughs> and uh, Cam gets the ball, brings it down. Literally, they had, what, like two or three tries on the goal line. Well, no, right. that was that was the one to get him within five points. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. I'm thinking this was for the game. Was it? No, that? it was not. And so they went, they kicked the ball off, and the Seahawks had a drive and didn't stall, didn't do anything with it, and ended up having to punt it back. And so that's when Cam came back. He had a pass to Nikhil Harry with four seconds left that was completed at the one-yard line. And it was one play, four seconds left, down by five. And he got flipped at, like, the two-yard line. That's ball game. Uh, It was a ball game. That's what I said. That was was to win the game. Yeah, but it was only one play. It was literally, like, they threw it down there, and it was like they had to call their last time out. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. So, but, uh, I mean, still, dude, talk about, like, nail biter literally down to the last and they had a touchdown earlier or maybe it was a two-point conversion i forget where i think cam had like three rushing touchdowns this past game right or something crazy he had over like he has four together i think he had like 350 yards passing so he had two rushing touchdowns right and those are those like those one yard kind of just dive in the end zone like i was saying he's like one of the best goal line running backs gotta love the christian fantasy man well, so, okay, so one of his passing touchdowns, I think it might have been his only one, uh, yeah, his passing touchdown, or, again, it might have been the two-point inversion. He literally gets the ball, takes one step in, oh, and then yeah. just steps back and throws a touchdown because everyone's kind of like, why don't you do that when the game's on the line? Yeah. Because I think everybody in that stadium knew he was going to oh, take it himself. Absolutely. But that little, like, take a step forward, get everybody rushing in, and then just, boop, throw it over the top of them. A little Tim Tebow over the top. A little jump pass, you know what I mean? Uh, work. Yeah, Derrick Henry can do it. He should be able to do it. Right. Uh, I mean, but my guy, Mister Unlimited. Oh God. Unlimited. Russell Wilson, twenty-one of twenty-eight, <laughs> two hundred and eighty-eight yards, which is crazy. I thought he had like four or five hundred, but I also didn't get to watch the game. Uh, we got five touchdowns. One interception. He opens the game, the opening drive with a pick six. And as somebody who needed like 35 points out of him, I was like, okay, this game's over. I was at the social gathering. Um, so I stopped checking my phone or whatever. But um, excuse me. Yeah. Russell Wilson, Mr. Unlimited, says, Sean, don't you worry. I got your back. He <laughs> brings me back. Not only do the Seahawks get the dub, 
my fantasy team gets the dub. Hey. And I know that's what everybody was wanting to find out about was how I did in fantasy. All right. Um, and then, of course, the Monday night game, uh, Saints Raiders. The Raiders get a big win on Monday night. John Gruden leads his team to a 34-24 win. They look good. They looked really good. Derek Carr, 28 of 38, 284 and three touchdowns. Uh, Josh Jacobs didn't find the end zone rushing, at least. Uh, 27 carries, but he had 88 yards, so he was really moving. I think at the end he had kind of some hip problems. I yeah, know a little he hip missed, issue. I know he missed practice today, but I think it's kind of minor. I think that he expects to play uh, this Sunday. But Darren Waller. Man, twelve day. Feed me some Darren Waller. Twelve wow. reception. I don't know. That's, Wait, that's what he said in Hard Knocks, right? Oh, I maybe. Don't remember. Maybe that's not how I'm going to phrase it, though. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't remember. And a little breaking news: Miami wins. The Heat win. They go up three to one on the Celtics. Uh, Tyler, Hero. Tyler Hero had a big old game. So shout out to him. Uh, uh, he just had I was like, get a little peck on the cheek from uh, Crowder. Jameson Crowder. All right, that's weird, but okay. Uh, yeah, uh, Darren Waller, 12 receptions, 105 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Matthew Berry tweeted out a kind of a funny stat last year. Uh, he had nine, Darren Waller had 90 receptions last year and had three touchdowns. It was like, how does that make any sense? So finally, it looks like they're looking for him uh, closer in the red zone. Be. He's a massive human being. Right. And I think that was the thing going back to you talking about hard knocks is I remember they were asking the hard knocks crew was asking the guys last year, in like the first, second episode, they were like, who's the guy that you guys think is going to like break out? And like all the three guys on the defense that they were interviewing were like, oh, Darren Waller is going to be a beast. Uh, so he had a great end of the year last year. I mean, he had a great total year. Like I said, he had 90 catches. Yeah. Um, but had a great end of the year, and it looks like he's off to a great start this year. Uh, they look good. They beat the Raiders. This is one that we all got wrong. Um, there wasn't any big injuries. I mean, again, uh, like I said, Jacobs had the hip where he kind of missed a few plays, missed a few drives, but I think he came in at the end. Yeah, he came in at the end. Right, yeah. Um. I mean, the, the only question mark I have is, I mean, Drew Brees, he hasn't really been throwing it down the field. Man, yeah. He, he, he's really missing some Michael Thomas. Father yeah. time is undefeated, man. Yeah. Like, let's be real. He's just not what he used to be as far yeah. as, like, bombing it. And um, there were some hilarious memes along the way, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Twitter, I mean, jumped on him quickly. But he wasn't. He couldn't find one past seven yards, so. I mean, it is what it is. So after uh, week two um, on our pickums, Gregory, he leads the way with 14. Benavides has 13. I got 11. Uh, I tried to go the opposite way, man. I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to kind of go the opposite way, try to get some a separation from you guys. I did, just in the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so looking ahead of week three, we're going to run through this relatively quick. I know this one's going kind of long. Uh, so what we'll do is we'll kind of run through these, get you guys' picks. Uh, starting tomorrow, the Thursday night game, Jags-Dolphins. Who do we got, Benavidez? I'll go Jags. Gregory? Going Jags. All right, and we'll sweep it. Uh, leading up to Sunday, Eagles-Bengals. Uh, I'm going to go Eagles on that one. I think this is our rebound game. Two 0-2 teams going at it. I mean, if we can't win this game, I really don't know what else to say. <laughs> Gregory? We'll go Eagles as well. Uh, yeah, I'm with you on that one. We'll sweep that. Tempted right. to go Bengals, but going Eagles. Please don't. At least don't tell me that to my face. Oh, I said the guy who went Bengals last week. That's fair. All right. Uh, <laughs> Bears, Falcons, uh, both uh, 
Oh, no, not both coming off of a win. Nope. Sorry, Falcons Ooh. destroyed Ooh. it. So, um, who do you got with that, Gregory? I'm going to go Falcons. Benavides? Uh, same. Yeah, I think we'll sweep that one as well. So, through through three, we're all on the same page. Same. Uh, Bills, Rams. Now, this should be a good one. This is a great game. Uh, Benavides, who you got? I'm going to go Bills on this one. All right, Gregory? Oh, man, this one's tough. I have the Rams defense. Um, I'm going to go – I'm going to go Bills. Got to go with my boy Josh Allen. And this is another one that we're going to sweep. I have the Bills as well. I think Josh Allen's playing, like I said, at MVP MVP caliber level. Um, I'm interested to see what he can do. All right. Um, Washington football team and your Cleveland Browns. I'm I mean, a, oh, go ahead, Benavides. I, mean, I have to go Browns on that one. I hear you. You know, I have to. Going Browns. All right. We'll sweep that one as well. Hey. Uh, Browns getting some love. And, again, we are – all the way through the first three, uh, first five games, rather. Uh, Titans and Vikings. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to go with the Vikings one. Is this? And this one, I think they get off the snide here. Uh, so give me the Vikings in this one. Gregory. Titans. Benavidez? Same. I'll go Titans as well. All right. So hopefully, um, I don't know why it keeps changing my thing. Anyways. Knows I'm going to win. All right. Well, like I said, uh, we'll, we we shall see. This might be one to kind of get me back in it. So we got Pats Raiders. Benavides, who you got? I'm gonna go Pats on this one. All right, going Pats. All right, and I will stick with it. We'll sweep that one as well. All right. So again, we're pretty much even, except for the Vikings Titans, uh, Niners Giants. I, I think we can all agree this one's gonna be Niners. I'm not necessarily gonna go. Well, I'll take the back. Say Jimmy G's Jimmy out. Jimmy's out. Mustard's out. Coleman's out. Bose's out. Thomas is out. Okay, so that being said, who do you got? Mm. Man, that's tough. Because Barkley's out. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Niners. This is really just who's available. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna go Niners as well. Honestly, you know what? I was gonna go Niners until you guys said that. Give me the Giants. Give me old Danny Dimes. Uh, I believe in him. So. You know the funny thing is, I don't even know who. Who's the backup quarterback for Jimmy G? Was that Dressel? Nick Mullins. Oh. The Mississippi State product. Okay. Um, he played last year, or two years ago, actually, before they got or Jimmy G got injured. And he's efficient over the middle, short, medium, you know, intermediate routes, but he has no no type of deep throw. There you go. You got All your right. scouting report right there. All right. You heard it here first. Um, Steelers-Texans. I'm going to go with the Steelers. Gregory, who do you got? I got to go Steelers. Benavidez. It pains me so much. I'm going to go Texans. Wow. Okay. All right. So, I mean, we hope that you're right. Uh, I want to go Texans. You, sh- you should go follow your heart. Put me for Texans. Screw it. All right. I will finally get some games back. <laughs> got to. Uh, I hope they Oh, right. man. We're all rooting for our home I just, I, I, I think Deshaun bounces back is what it is more than anything. And, and if they can go – Two for 34. Let's see. That's that's one for 17 if you do the math. Man, quick math. (laughs) Go for quick math. Man's not hot. Man's not hot. Uh, Man's never be hot. Colts, Jets here. Going Colts. Colts, Jets. Gregory's got the Colts. I'm going Colts as well. Well, Equal to the equator. That's right. (laughs) Uh, We will sweep that one as well. Uh, Chargers, Panthers. I'm going to go Chargers. I think Herbert gets this one. Uh, Panthers don't have C-Mac. I'm going to go Charge. We will sweep that one as well. Uh, I think Herbert 
really kind of uh, puts his stamp on the starting position. Yeah. As much as I don't want to see that happen, I don't think I don't think Tyrod's getting his job back. No. Uh, Broncos Bucks. So Broncos again, like we said, without Tyler Lock or Drew Lock, rather. Sorry, Drew Lock. Uh, Drew Luckett. That's Drew right. Luckett. <laughs> uh, Drew Lock, Cortland Sutton, uh, Philip Lindsay, I believe, is mm-hmm. still out as well. No Vaughn. Um, Gregory, what say you? Bucky's. Benavides. Buccaneers. All right, we'll sweep that one as well. This one's looking like another, uh, you know, pretty close game for you for everybody. Uh, Cards Lions. Um, again, I think Kyler keeps it up. Uh, him, I think um, uh, D Hop just set some record for like most receptions within the first two games. Yeah. Had twenty two receptions in the first two games. I think they keep that Silly. up. Uh, Gregory. Cards. Benavides. Same, uh, but Lions do get Kenny Galladay back, so that'll that is something to watch. True. That'll that'll keep it close, but I, I still think, you know, Kyler's too much for for the Lions defense. This is going to be a good game. Here. All right, so this is I think the game of the week. This is the Fox game of the week. This is Seahawks Cowboys. Uh, two quarterbacks are playing relatively well, one more than the other, but both playing well. Uh, Benavides, who do you have? I have the Seahawks in this. Game. All right. Gregory? I'm going to go Hawks. All right, we'll sweep that one as well. I think Mr. Unlimited <laughs> has another day, huh? Has another great day. I hope so. I hope Chris Carson has a better day. Hey, man. That's, oh, no, I'm playing you. I was going to say that's fine <laughs> with me, but I'm playing you, so I hope that's not true. Uh, the Sunday night game. Uh, Saints fresh off their Monday night game. We're going to get the Sunday night game against the Packers. Saints pack. Um, so this is another one that's interesting. Does Devontae Adams play? Does Michael Thomas play? I think both of them sat out of practice today, but being as it's a night game, we shall see. It's going to be interesting to see. So, um, Gregory, why don't you lead us off today? I'm going to be a cheesehead on this one. Go, Pack, go. All right, go, Pack, go. Um, I am going to agree with you on this one as well. I'm going to take the Packers. Benavidez, what say you? Uh, Same. I got the Pack. I think fourth quarter Aaron Rodgers is tough to beat. I hear that. Especially when he's just pissed off Aaron Rodgers, too. He's playing with a purpose, my friend. It's just, like you said, it's interesting to see what those wide receivers are going to do. Mike Thomas and Devontae Adams, those are key pieces in both oh, of yeah. offenses. Absolutely. Um, all right, and then the Monday night game. The game, game of the year. This is this is really the game of the week. I don't care what Fox Sports says. Yeah. Um, Chiefs, Ravens, you have your Super Bowl MVP, your reigning Super Bowl MVP versus your reigning regular season MVP. I'm going to go ahead and lead us off on this one. I just I think the Chiefs are just too good. I'm going to give them the uh, the nod here. Appreciate it. I'm going to take up a game on you. I'm taking a Ravens. Oh, okay. All right. Wow. Interesting to why, see. why do you say that? I just I like their defense. Even without uh, – I keep saying Ed Reed. Earl Thomas, I mean, uh, they finally got him off the team. But their defense is loaded, and I like Lamar. I like that offense. Uh, Marcus Peters had another interception versus the Texans. Yeah. He's just looking – that's another trade that, man, like – that. Worked out well. You know what I mean? He's, he's playing great. Fifth-round pick. Yep. Insane. Uh, Benavides wants you end it for us. Uh, I'm going to take the Ravens as well. All right. Uh, sold you I on the Ravens, huh? No, nah, I just think the Chiefs haven't started off the season like they ended last season. Super they just Bowl hangover. Yeah, they're not, they're not clicking yet. They're, are they still, they're close. Are they still 2-0? Yeah, they are. Just making sure. All right. So, uh, <laughs> so we will get, uh, get back with you guys next week. Um, I know this one ran a little bit long, so appreciate you sticking around with us. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, you know, got some updates. 
and we'll see you guys. Uh, well, hold on. Before we do that, let's Benavides, you want to tell them where they can find us at? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you want to find us on Instagram, you can look us up, MSM Productions 2020. Um, you can also find us on Twitter at Major Sports Media. Um, yeah, send us whatever you got. If you got any questions, uh, you need some fantasy advice, who to start, who to sit, uh, you know, some trades, if you got some trades in the mix. Um, whatever you got, man, send it to us. You can also reach out via email at um, msmdailymail at gmail.com. So uh, plenty of ways to reach out. All right. Well, then sit tight. We will see you guys next week. Yeah, man. Yeah.